This week's episode of the Fat Packs Podcast is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all our phone guests appear on the Spotty Hot Cash Hotline. Okay, gather around, gather around the radio. are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. We are Run EMP. And this is the Fat Packs Podcast brought to you by the Collective Card Club and Monster Breaks. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. How are you doing this morning? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling good. It's opening day. It is opening day. So uh, what products did we get in? <laughs> oh, no, not that kind of opening. <laughs> no, no, yeah, not different, different, opening different day. opening okay. day. No, no, it is baseball opening day. Um, baseball pe- season is here. People take that seriously around in this area. This man. is like an, it, it's not a national holiday, but it damn sure should be. It feels like it. Yeah. It feels like it. I mean, everybody's all rangered up and uh, ready to to go. I and think part of it is so because we're playing what we consider the armpit. Yes. So since they're since they're playing Houston uh, first, uh, I believe that's just a, even a little extra added to it. This, this is three losses, right? This is like three straight <laughs> losses for the Rangers. It could be, but uh, you know, Hamels versus Verlander, you can't ask for much more in the uh, in the opening game. So. You know what? You could ask for Hamels versus Verlander five years ago. Well, five years. Well, you yeah. could. You could. You could. Verlander's just going to kill these guys. Well, I'm trying to be optimistic. You're trying to be Ranger optimistic. Fan. I'm not even a Ranger fan. You're a Nationals to be guy, man. I am. I'm trying to be optimistic. So the Nationals already postponed. They will not be playing today. They uh, play the Reds? Yeah, due to snow. <laughs> oh, wow. Snow and rain. So, yeah. Wow. So they're already postponed till uh, whenever. That's to, to be uh, determined. That's crazy that games are getting postponed on, on, on opening that's day. because they started right? early. That's why they're like they three, four little, days early. But this means that we're not going to get baseball, you know, at, on on Christmas Day. You know, it, well, I mean, possibly, but they're still going to, you know, they still got to play 162 games. They just get four extra days off now. That's what yeah, the whole, the whole what collective bargaining agreement was. So now they play 162 games in 187 days as opposed to 183 days. That's okay. I mean, whatever. So That's that, how it happens sometimes, I guess. It is. All right. Well, let's get on to uh, the the card side of things. Okay, because uh, we had some new products, new pricing uh, to to get to this week, as we do every time uh, in this segment. You might say we might be ripping it, but here we go. Uh, what do we got for new products over there, Paul? Dude, it was a slow week, but I'm telling you right now, next week is jam packed full of all kinds of stuff. Okay, right? so I'm just gonna I'm not even gonna preview anything. I'm just gonna tell you next week this segment's gonna be a lot longer than it is this week. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. So we got uh, 2018 tops tribute to baseball, dude, man. Burks pulled a nice card out of that. Yeah, there's I've seen some nice stuff pulled. It came out uh, yesterday uh, on Wednesday, and um, 
it's beautiful, but it's high risk, high reward. Sure, you know, two seventy five a box, uh, six packs, three cards per box, three cards per pack. So you know, two hundred seventy five dollars for eighteen cards. Now you are going to get um, one stamp of approval MLB authentic card. There'll be one with a little sticker on it. Okay. okay. Um, then you're going to get a dual relic, which I saw a real nice one um, pulled. Um, it was a Boggs Longoria one of one, which was pretty cool. All right. Um, and then you'll get a triple one tr- one triple relic. And um, most of the time, those are autographed. So, um, okay, that's what you're, that's what you're working with there. So it's two seventy five uh, for tops tribute. Beautiful, but as always, um, just high risk, high reward. Yesterday, okay, is that it? No, no, okay. yesterday. All right, all right. Two thousand seventeen, eighteen. Panini optic basketball first off the line. It came out. It was off the chain. This wax was ridiculous. Like it was. They put it up at 10 o'clock. Okay. Okay. Just like they do on all the first off the line stuff, sure. right? It was just, you could not get through. Really? Could not get through. And it sold out fairly quickly. Um, $85 a box. Um, you're getting one auto per box, 20 parallels. But the kicker, as with all the first off the line products, they have that special parallel that you can only get in those. These are numbered to 13. They got like a purple shimmer to them. Okay. Which I know you're thinking, oh, it's purple. They look sharp. Really sharp with that optic feel to it, with the purple shimmers looking good. They're out of thirteen, so can't get that at Panini anymore. But get some of that on the secondary market, man. Okay. It'll definitely be um, worthwhile chasing down those Mitchells and Balls and uh, Kuzmas out of thirteen. So, so since we're talking about basketball and Panini here, we, uh, this is yes. a good place for us to do our giveaway of the mosaic that was actually oh. last week. Look at you, segue king. Uh, uh, so we, we I'm, I'm, it's my fault. We didn't get, do the giveaway last week. Uh, so another company came out with another product <laughs> and, uh, those, the product that they came out with while very nice, yes, 80% of those players were not in our system. Yes. So I had to create player links for <laughs> a 400 card base set that had about 80 players in it. And then, uh, the rest of them, the, the other 320 I was creating. So, um, the giveaway video that I said would happen did not happen. It's my fault. But we did do the drawing. So you have one week to claim your prize. You can do that by emailing me directly at Eric N E R I C N at Beckett.com. Uh, Ian Ilmatic, you won the Victor Olin Depot gold out of 10. Bill Zerlaski, Z E R A L S K Y, you won the. Uh, the monk, the Malik monk, Malik monk. That was nice. Yeah, it's nice card. Shayla Linehan, you Linehan, you have won the uh, Kevin Love auto. Love. Gaseloy, G A S E I L L O Y, you won the Miller auto out of ten. That's your card right there. Yeah, and Jumanja Man twenty twenty, you have won the Jason Tatum Jumanja Man out of uh, one ninety nine. I think it is. I think it is. Yes. Very you have nice one point. week to claim your prize. Please email me directly, Eric N E R I C N at Beckett.com to do so, and we will get those out to you. Boom. Boom. All right. That uh is that new new products? That's new products, man. That's it, man. That's I said next week. Loaded. Next week. Yep. All kinds of stuff. All right. Let's look at new pri- uh, new pricing. First on the docket is uh 2017-18 prestige basketball. Yep, yep. That's now price. Ben Simmons on the cover. Did you see what happened with Ben Simmons and uh, and Cat? No, I heard Cat had a huge game. <laughs> huge game last night. So uh, people smarter than myself 
gaming is a big thing, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, Ben is challenging Cat to like some two um, K action, right? Ah. All right. So there's audio. If you want to go find the audio, it's really funny. So he, so not last night because they played the Hawks last night. The right, night right. before, he's challenging Cat to two K. He's like, man, come on, you got one, you got one for one more. And Cat tells him, man, I, I got, I got a game tomorrow. I got to go to bed. He was like, man, he said, who are you playing? He said the Hawks. He's like, come on, man, you got six more hours. <laughs> oh, so, so they stay up, they play the game, and then Cat goes out last night and drops fifty six. So nice. uh, it's really funny. He might be playing a little more two K before a little uh, something, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, awesome. a, a huge set. You might not think so, uh, just off of sound here, but uh, twenty eighteen Panini World Cup stickers are now priced. Massive, three hundred sets, three hundred card set, I yeah. think, something like that, three hundred sticker set. It's crazy. There's a question here, uh, Beckett Media. Do you list other years too? Of course we do. Go check out your uh, OPG, and you can get all the other years you want. There you go. Uh, Justin sent me an email and says that uh, Contenders Optic is now priced. Mm-hmm. So that's done. Um, oh, nothing. I don't get that comment. Okay, whatever. <laughs> National Treasure is going to take a little bit of time. We, yeah, we've started gathering some stuff, and that's a that's going to be a it's big always a, it's always a tough one, no matter what sport it is. Uh, I have not posted it yet, but Mr. Matt sent me an email, and he says, "Miggity miggity miggity Mac." He says that 2018 Star Trek Deep Space Nine Heroes and Villains is now priced. Sweet. 2017-18 Upper Deck AHL is now priced. Look at um, you knocking out AHL. It was a short set. It's it's easy. It was 150 cards. It's oh, not right. not massive. But that upper deck CHL product that I was uh, alluding to earlier, that might take a little bit. <laughs> a little bit of time, yeah. <laughs> you were over there like yeah. buried in it yesterday. <laughs> Some kid. I mean, these are kids, man. They're like. Some of them are, you know, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. 18 years old. The, 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 the top player in this set was born in 2001. Oh, <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> don't before or after nine eleven. Like how? how um, one month, one month to the date after nine eleven. Like how crazy is that? It's nuts, right? It is nuts because that seems like yesterday, and I feel old. Okay, next segment. Yeah, next segment. So uh, <laughs> all that's all that's coming. Uh, that that's new pricing, and that CHL set. We'll uh, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> we're, we're gonna try our best. Um, it's a good set though. It's it's simple. This is the first year that Upper Deck has had that license. Okay. So uh, in, in years past, Leaf had it, but uh, now Upper Deck has it. It's I like it because it's simple. Okay. It's an, it's a straight base set. One through three hundred are the base cards. Okay. And then uh, three hundred one through four hundred are the rookie SPs. Okay. Okay. Are they really SPSPs? Are they like one every two packs? They're or one every box. Uh, oh. Do you remember? They're one every. Ten. Oh wow! So they are pretty SP. No, hold on. Let me, I want to get that right. Let me. Oh, I, I put them on the spot. You folks. did. I put them on the spot. You did. Hold on. I forgot to One toss second. the softballs. You, you did. You, you totally got me. <laughs> I did. It's so confusing. You know, people ask us questions like that all the time. They think we know the answer off the top of our head. The problem is, all the products just run together after a while. Right. You know, the inserts they all like the odds, and they all look the same after a while. To be honest with you, once you do this for so long hold on we're gonna, we're gonna figure this answer out now all right figure we it need out. to fill time anyways we need to fill time oh that's too funny so it's it's a reasonable price set too it's 58.95 for a box okay 16 packs 12 cards per pack okay all right, all right. and there's some legit chases in there the autographs are like one in 120 
and the uh, the there's a real chase. The season highlights. Okay. Is um, one in 167. Wow. All right. That's legit. All right. Base parallels. S uh, star rookie SPs are one in one and a half hobby packs and one in one in blasters. All right. Okay. So they're not incredibly hard to get, but. But there's a hundred of them. There's a hundred of them. So that, so that alone makes it tough. Yeah. So one every one, basically one every two packs, you're gonna get one. Okay. One every two packs. Yeah. And then the autographs. There's just an A and a B list, but there, it's a massive list of cards. And then we pu- we pulled the Alexis Lafrenet. Lafrenet. Okay. That's the guy. That's he's, the dude. That's the dude that was born in 2001. A month uh, after 9/11. He's, he's legit being compared to Sidney Crosby. Wow. That's so say what you will. Uh, some skates to fill right there. Sure, that certainly is. I thought so. So let me. Can I just ask a question here? Mm-hmm. So is the AHL and the C the A? What is the other one? The C- CHL. CHL. Mm-hmm. Are those kind of like your prospecting sets for uh, hockey? Yeah. You know how we have the Bowman Chrome and the Bowman yeah. and baseball. So is that kind of how? Yeah, those are? that's a fair way to say it. Um, so I wish Al, I wish I was here to explain it better than what I can. Okay. So the AHL is a completely different league than the CHL. The CHL right. is actually the OHL, I believe. Okay. And it's made up of three different, three different leagues. You were telling me there's like sixty teams. There's like sixty that? teams in yeah. it. Now I'm not an expert there. Don't so don't get upset with me, hockey guys. Uh, if Al was here, Al Muir, our new hockey editor, was here, he could explain it a lot better than I could. Got it. Uh, every time he comes in here, he's in a freaking CHL <laughs> jersey. So. He's just dropping knowledge yeah, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, it's an interesting. Yeah, it's it's prospecting. That's what okay. it is. All right, there you go. That's cool. That works. Considering I knew like all of four people in the set, right? You know. <laughs> Anyways, that's that. All right, it's opening day. We're getting back to baseball. Uh, we have a great interview set up here for you from our time out there with AZ Sports Cards in Panini in uh, in Arizona. Arizona. We are bringing to you uh, one Mr. Kyle Farmer of the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. We challenged him. <laughs> we did. We challenged a major league baseball. We player. challenged him to twenty home runs this season. We did, and he said on his twentieth home run that he's going to invite us out. So, dude, I'm booking my flight. Yeah, I'm booking my flight too. I'm booking my flight. He's going to do. It. He's he's uh he's on the opening day roster for the Dodgers. Uh, not sure that he's starting today, but he's uh he's their, he's their catcher. Okay, and uh, he loves podcast. He, he does. He did a little bit of collecting and. Uh, now it's he's all here. around good dude. Yeah, man. Like I'm cheering for him. For he, was, sure. he was fun. He was fun to talk to. So we got that first uh, that first interview for you is Kyle Farmer, and then on the other end of that, we're gonna do we're gonna open up the Beckett the Fat Packs mailbag. Mail we haven't bag. opened that up in a while. Got some good questions to get to. Should I be scared? I don't think so. And they're they're pretty straightforward. Okay, straightforward. All right, all right. Um, not nothing hard. Okay. Chris Harris might try to stump you. Oh, good. Bring it, Chris. I don't know who you are, but bring it. Uh, you met Chris. Do I remember Chris? I don't know. I don't know if you didn't meet Chris I mean, or not. People yeah, are, you met Chris. You, you've met him twice, it. actually. Oh, all right. All right. Like yeah. I said, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, we got some questions coming up for that. And then uh, on the other end, in uh, Beckett Whatevs, we're going to do our annual food review yes. for the uh, 2018 new food ball, new ballpark foods. And I got a story from the Animal Kingdom that you, sir, really are going to love. I didn't know this was coming. You didn't. I've, so. been, I've been too focused on the pickles. On the pickles. I've been too focused <laughs> on them. All right. So you guys hang tight. We'll be right back on the other side with Cal Farmer. This is Pat Nishak, winner of the 2017 World Baseball Classic. And you're listening to Beckett Radio with Fat Packs. 
right, Paul, quick break, and we are back again, this time with a guy that led off his major league career, his first at bat with a double to win the game. That's awesome. I, I don't know how you – I mean, outside of a home run or a triple. Hmm. But he won a game. He so won that's a game. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Kyle Farmer of the Dodgers with us. What's up, Kyle? Hey, just hanging out. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you very much for uh, making the time. You, how many autographs did you just sign? Do you I know? I think that was 1,400. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. That was a lot. Did you yeah. finish? Did I you? did, yeah. Oh, you did finish. Okay, yeah. good deal. So, our uh, dude. Do you get a remote control car or something? I didn't know. I have to sign like a thousand more. I think I'm, <coughs> I think I'm gonna, probably going to go home and take it to the house. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah. All right. All right, that works. I'll probably I'll buy one if I really want one. <laughs> <laughs> Our guy, uh, uh, Brandon Woodruff, was was here last night. Uh-huh. He signed almost just 2, about two thousand cards 2, last cards. night. We and he I was, was like, he was dying. Like, should you, you want to go home? I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's geez. all you got to do. That's tough. That's but crazy. man, that was a great. All right, so hey, let's talk about that hit. Let's talk about that double, man. What was going through? Who, first of all, who were you facing? And then what was going through your mind at the plate? Uh, I, you know, I, I completely forgot who I was facing. <laughs> uh, I don't know his name. Uh, I, I mean, everything's kind of a blur, but. Um, I was the last guy on the bench, and I, you know, watching the game, you recognize and you see how the game works. And sure. I pitch hit. Um, Doc Dave Roberts, our manager, said, "Farmer, you're gonna hit for Cody because Cody it was a double switch and something like that happened." So I walked up there, and then you know, stepped at the plate. I look back, and there's Buster Posey. Oh wow! I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, yeah. Let's get in. I'm back in the game. You know. Right. Um, but. Um, Took the first pitch. I mean, it, well, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. It was pretty surreal hearing, you know, making his major league debut. Sure. Number yeah. 65, left guard number. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I stepped in the box, and everything was the same. A little nervous. Legs were shaking a little bit after the first pitch. Took the first pitch. It was a slider for a strike. Swung through the next one, fastball at 96. Uh, so I was down 0-2, and I worked wow. the count at 3-2. Uh. And, uh, wow, that's a, that's amazing. That's yeah. impressive. That first kind of one, patience. Yeah, with your first at bat yeah, to be able to do count, that. Worth the count of three two. Then I shot the right field. Um, ran around second, saw JT score. And then I looked up, and there's a white wall of jerseys running at me. And <laughs> my roommate, <laughs> my, my roommate now, my roommate in college, Alex Wood, uh-huh. both went to the University oh, of Georgia. Okay. Yeah. He was the first one to meet me. He tackled me to the ground. And <laughs> Puig ripped my jersey off. And I don't wear an undershirt, so I was topless. On national TV, <laughs> on nice. Sunday Night Baseball. Nice. I still have a scar on my back from the dirt scratching me. They were dragging me. So, I mean, it was – my family was there. It was it was pretty cool. <laughs> Dodgers gone wild. That's yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. He said University of Georgia, and I had actually forgotten that. But if you could do me a big favor right now, we have a big fan of the show. His name is Joey Shriver, big UGA fan. Oh, really? Could you just give him a shout-out say, what's up, Dub? <laughs> What's up, Dub? Yeah, what's up, Dub? That's all you gotta say. Yeah. What's up, Dub? Go there, dogs. There you go, man. That's he'll be awesome. he'll be ecstatic. I, yeah, I promise you. Awesome. Uh, he's right. he's the biggest UGA fan ever. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. Uh, sure. The national championship hurt me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's a bummer. So, how many spring trainings have you been to? I got drafted in 2013. So this is my, I guess, fifth. No, fourth one. Your fourth one. Yeah. So, what's the progression like from? 2013 to now what, what are you doing and seeing different now differently now from your first time up to, to now right so <clears throat> I played short mine's a little different um, I played shortstop my entire life I got drafted as a catcher so oh. I never caught before oh, in wow. my entire life wow. so you know first spring training was kind of like let's get my feet underneath me and learn how to do this and then I progress a lot coming up to now and um, this is my third big league spring training and 
um, feel more comfortable behind the plate, playing some third base now as well. Okay. So, um, but you know, you, you learn a lot from veteran players like Chase Utley, Justin Turner, you know, all those guys. I mean, sure. You learn so much about the game and the way you go about your business and, and having respect for the game. Um, sorry about the sneeze. And um, well, I mean, I mean, you see a lot. Yeah, sure. We, now, uh, he was just uh, – who was just with us? Let me look. DJ. DJ Peter. Yeah, DJ. He, he was just talking about uh, Chase. What have you learned from Chase? Because he said, like, like, Chase is just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, well, I, mean, I haven't – I mean, what haven't I learned from Chase? I mean, it's <clears> – just in-game stuff is incredible. You know, yeah. reading a pitcher, whether he's tipping his pitches or not, uh-huh. um, you know, questioning about what the what you do in this situation and whatnot. But the biggest thing he does is as long as – he's played, what, 15 years in the game? Right. right. Um, his routine has stayed the same. Wow. So I think learning how to do it, have a routine and sticking to it, no matter if you're in a slump or, or you're hot as a bottle rocket, you know, it's you're, you stick to your routine and that's the way, the way it goes. Of course, sure. Very cool. Now, Paul, you were asking about collecting. Yeah, once we're collectibles podcast, we'll, we'll tone it back to that side of things. Yeah. So as a kid, were you, a, were you a baseball card collector as a kid? <clears throat> I was, yeah. Me and my buddy, uh, his name's Jeff Irvin. Uh, grew up, there's a baseball card shop in Atlanta, and we'd go to it every day, and it's still around now. And okay. I still go to it and just check in and say, Which hey, one is it? Shout it out. I, f- I, I, uh, I okay. forgot the Sorry. name. It, it, ch- it changes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's why you don't let giants drive cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, crazy. But uh, it changes name. Good Lord. Jeez. It changes names all the time. But uh, okay. he collect, collects autographs and stuff like that. So I, I got... Last year, I walked into a store and showed him the video of my walk-off, and he was like, holy crap, you were in here when you were five looking at baseball That's cards, awesome. and now they're going to have some of you. So it was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Now, do you still collect cards now? Uh, no, I collect uh, signed baseball. So cl- Okay. So okay. last year, I got uh, Sandy Koufax, uh, Buster Posey, Mark McGuire, okay. um, Kershaw, Utley, uh, Manny Moda. All those guys. So hopefully this year I'll get some more. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so I got a big thing in my house, my new townhouse that I have me and my fiance live in, and I've, baseballs are just all Everywhere. over it. So yeah, it's That's cool. That's awesome. Very cool. Now, what is it like having your own card? You know, you, you, oh, you chase cards when you were a kid. Now you can chase you can chase yeah, yourself I mean, technically if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's really cool. My, but my mom, I think it. Yeah. My mom and dad, I think it's pretty surreal for them. Uh, they, you know, they saw me growing up collecting them, and they right. were like hopefully one day you'll have your own and then it happened you know right. and so um when she my mom opened the first box i got sent to the house when i was in like 2014 and she was just like this isn't this isn't real i was like i know mom I'm just, I'm just, I'm just there's a problem mama yeah i was just in rookie ball but you know hopefully one day we'll get some 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 more but uh it, it's really cool that's yeah. awesome Good deal. We, we don't have our own baseball card. We really have our own card over there. We but do, but it's not quite. It's yeah. not quite. It's not but cool. I like the ones that are framed. Are those like your rookie oh, cards? Are, yeah. Actually, no, hey. those, uh, we had a sketch artist who from actually. From Georgia. Like, from Georgia. Yeah. Jason Crosby, who does a lot of stuff for, um, you know, some the of Georgia the. Georgia stuff? He does some of the stuff. He has. He has. Before, he does yeah. some of the other um, ones. So really he actually good. did that for us. And then uh, I'm a huge Garbage Pail Kid fan. So he actually made me my own Garbage Pail Kid. Which was kind of cool. That yeah, was really cool. So yeah, so he did that kind of stuff for us, which was cool. And then Brett Naughton actually did the design for this card, 
And then one of our fans actually made this actual into a baseball card for us. We also sign one for me. We will. Absolutely. Definitely sign that for you. But yeah, I I listen. I mean, I listen to podcasts all the time, driving, traveling, sure. I love them. Well, if if you're still into collecting and memorabilia and stuff like this. This is a podcast for you. It's every, it's every Thursday, yeah. and we we like Clockwork. We have a show, and this month is National Women's Month, so we're, we're interviewing women in sports or in oh, the hobby. That's uh, yeah. Last week we had Miss Stephanie Carlson on. She's over there in the room. She's yeah. she's worked for Panini for well, she's been in the business for twenty eight years. Wow! And she's never done an interview until last week. No yeah. way! It was ridiculous, yeah. right? <laughs> so, but she's not but she's one. Yeah, yeah, not the one car from Panini goes out without her looking at it. Yeah, she's Seriously. Like, yeah. she is the woman. Yeah. So wow. yeah, she goes right to the press. She's she's, she's checks it all at the yeah. press. She's QC. She's everything now. She's gonna try to operate this car, and that <laughs> might not be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so cars, and she knows more than, than anybody in this room by that's far. That's cool. Yeah, so, it's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. But, um, so how many home runs are you gonna hit this year? Twenty. Uh, I got twenty three in spring training. Yeah, I know you got three. So yeah, you got twenty. Not bad. Just how many opportunities? How many at bats am I gonna get? That's the question. You're gonna get enough to hit 20. I believe. Okay. I believe. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you, you to that. Okay, there you go. that's cool. You well, get 20. We'll replay this podcast when he hits this 20. Exactly. We'll do that again. <laughs> uh, you know, what? I'll think about you guys when I hit my 20. How about that? There Please do that. <laughs> then, then get a Dodger dog and just like, man, this yeah. is great. Yeah, we're all about <laughs> food. It's a good old Budweiser. <laughs> huh? Yeah. There you go. That'll work. With, uh, so one, one more question. I'll let yeah, you out here. Yeah, What's it like playing at Chavez Ravine? I mean, it's we've been there. It's beautiful. I, I honestly think it's probably the most beautiful setting in all of baseball because of the way it sits in the middle of the yeah. mountains. But wh- what's it like for you? Um, gosh, man. I mean, the day games are awesome, but the best is the night. And you hear them. You, I mean, you hear them saying, "Let's go, Dodgers!" Right. And it's like it gives you goosebumps. Sure. And then, um, so I made the. I was on both playoff rosters last year. And then I was on the World Series roster. They added Brandon McCarthy uh-huh. to, the, to the bullpen. They had to take me off. Yeah. And, um, the Texas hear, guy, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. TCU, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, hearing your name getting called out and going out to the national anthem in the World Series, yeah. and hearing those planes fly over in Dodger right. Stadium with the fireworks going, <laughs> I mean, you can't dream of it any better than that. Vince right? Scully said your name. Think about that. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had a recording of it. Yeah. Um, That's nuts. Yeah, I mean, watching um, all those baseball movies he's in, it's, it's yeah. I mean, for love of the game. I mean, how sure. can you not like that? But Dodger Stadium is it's no place like I mean, I grew, up, I grew up a Braves fan, and going to Turner Field and Fulton County Stadium, it was it was cool. But, you know, the history of the Dodgers is it's – it's almost like ghosts are walking around that stadium. It's really cool. Right. Awesome. Right. All right, man. We know you got some things to do. Uh, you're going to go open some flawless. You're going to open right? some flawless. That flawless. is legit stuff. It is. I can't uh, wait to see it happen. But uh, thanks for joining us, man. We yeah. really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Number 20, it. Dodger Dogs are on me, okay? I love that. All right, That's buddy. Love thanks, love man. Yeah. Do you want me to do that? This is Terry Smith from uh, Icon AI, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. Boom, we're back from Cal Farmer. That was a fun, fun, fun interview. Uh, hope he hits 20, man. Dude, me too. Hope he hits 20. I hope he 20. hits 30. Yeah, Forget 20. Great. Just go right past the last 20, time a man. catcher hit 30? Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. Probably wasn't that long ago. Uh, I'm, I'm going to look it up, though, look while, it up. You're, while, you're, uh, while we're talking. Well, we're setting this up here? Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, so uh, Kyle was great. He's. Uh, I'm looking forward to a great season from him. He was. He was fun to talk to. All those guys out there. That were with us at Panini, uh, at the Panini event, were just all of them are outstanding. Just ridiculous. Like you, like sometimes you get the perception that maybe they're cocky or they're yeah, all yeah, about yeah. themselves or whatever. But 
man, the dudes we met, legit. Sure. Legit. Definitely legit. All right, so let's get into the Beckett mailbag, the Fat Packs mailbag, the the Paul and Eric mailbag, the Run EMP mailbag, whatever we want to call it. <laughs> whatever we want to call it. This week. Branding is really important, and I guess I should pick one of them. <laughs> so. you, you, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know, maybe. All right, let's get into this. Let's do it. Let's see. What is this nonsense? I'm trying to figure out this catcher thing. This cat, don't worry about the catcher thing. I was trying to figure it out. Okay. But Javier Lopez hit 43 one year. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Fat Packs Bell Bag. Um, here we go. We haven't done this in a while. It's been like a legit f- three months since we've done this, four months. Oh, I don't know. It's, it has been in a while, so stump me. We'll All right. Do it. Chris Harris. We'll start with Chris Harris. All right. This is a good question. Okay. This is a question that's oft answered or oft asked, and I don't think we've actually got an answer to it. Why do people drive on parkways but park in driveways? Wow. Well, I mean, I think that what happened was <laughs> what, what happened was what, what happened when when they first started making the actual road system mm-hmm. and, and and developing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of alcohol involved. Mm. And I think people just got confused. I think, yeah. that, I think that's confused. what it was. I think that was before DUI, uh. and I think they just got confused. Okay. So there you go. That's my that's my that's what I thought was going to be a serious answer not turned into a serious answer. I, Chris, I don't know the answer, but uh, it, it, it's just the way it is. It is. It is. That's just the way it is. <laughs> wow, that, was, that was a little scary. All right. Um, next question. It was kind of funny. You looked at me like I knew the answer. Yeah. You gave me that. <laughs> Your thoughts. This is Brian from Montana at card underscore a underscore holic. Your thoughts if Panini buys tops, pros and cons. Whoa, man. Um, I, I just think that's one of those like game over. I mean, Panini already has football and basketball. They already kill it with their stickers and their soccer. Um, I mean, they take over baseball, and I just can't imagine, you know, what will what that would mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, there's so much speculation on you know, on what they would. You know, I think it's one of those things where I don't know if Tops would even sell it to Panini. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think Tops is probably looking for a third third party, neutral party, maybe maybe even an upper deck or a leaf or, or someone else. You know, outside the 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 immediate industry mm-hmm. to sell it to um i don't think go ahead i'm sorry go ahead no finish. i just i don't know man i mean i think i think it's going to be interesting with 2020 when the baseball license is up yeah you know i mean I, i'm i don't know for sure but i can only imagine that panini's going to make a run for that um you know and i don't know what that's going to leave for tops if they don't be able to secure that license sure so i guess that's part of the reason why they might be talking about selling sure um but i will say whoever takes it over Keep Bowman and yeah. Bowman Chrome, man. That's like the staple. You know what I mean? That's what I talk about. Like if Upper Deck ever went away, someone needs to keep the young guns. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I, that, those are kind of things that are staples. You sure. Know? Like if Panini ever got bought out, someone's got to keep Prism. You know, like I just don't want to see that kind of stuff change. So I, I'm saddened by the whole thing that it could actually happen. Um, but let's hopefully it's a seamless transition what if, if it does happen. Uh, I think as much as I love Panini and, and Tracy Hackler and – and Stephanie over there and Scott and everything. I thought I think if, if Panini were to buy tops, not the baseball license, but just tops, right. it would be horrible. Because it's a it's a complete and total lack of parity in in the um 
and collecting cards. I mean, people complain all the time about single singular license right now, you know. Right. If and if Panini, God love them, had baseball, football, and it's like a basketball mon- and monopoly on the card industry. Yeah, exactly. And I don't, I just don't think it would be good. It wouldn't just be good. It just on a whole, it wouldn't be good for everybody. Uh, you you mentioned Upper Deck. I don't think I. Jeez. I don't think Upper Deck would ever get back the baseball license. You know? No, probably not. But or a baseball license. Yeah, it's just so hard, man. I, I don't like it. I don't like all the exclusivity. Anyway, mm-hmm. if that's what right. I mean. um, anyway, I think there should still be you know two or three companies can can print and have license for one sure. sport. I'm not sure all the details of how that all went down. Whether it was just a money thing or if it was a decision made by you know the the different leagues out there or whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just hope that. Uh, I hope whatever happens, I just hope nothing, not a whole lot changes. Tops puts out some good products, and uh, I don't want to see those those products get changed or uh, manipulated too much. It's, um, you know, Tops hasn't had a football license for two seasons now. Since uh, 15. Yeah, so you... 15 or 16. There is a, 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 there's a vocal minority out there that grumbles. I don't even know if it's right to call it a minority, but they grumble loudly about not having Tops football cards yeah because they miss tops chrome they you miss know, the they, chrome yeah. and the bowman yeah. and you know some of the sets that they do they're just fantastic you know mm-hmm. we just talked about tribute came out this week you know they they do tribute and and the diamonds and then they're the, the yeah the tops the diamond and all mm-hmm. that stuff that they do is just ridiculous and uh yeah it's kind of kind of kind of sad that you don't get certain players don't have certain rookie cards sure you know what i mean sure. and you know the whole thing even with the players now you know ben simmons isn't going to have a traditional autograph rookie card right you know and that's it's unfortunate when if you're for the true collectors now with all that being said and the baseball license is going to be up here in a few years you know completely foresee panini chasing that you know for sure you know and and rightfully so who wouldn't right right i mean yeah i mean that's the that's the one you know what i mean exactly you know tops has that license and they have a lot of the uh the non-sports stuff that they do uh the garbage pill kids and walking dead and stuff like that i mean they have some fantastic products that they put out um you'd be silly not to be interested if you're in that league of people that have uh you know gazillion dollars to to want to purchase that company exactly so you know you might be seeing the demise of tops anyways that's true but as of right now if it is really for sale I would hope that a, th- like you said, a third party would come in and buy it out. Yeah, a third party that's a, like a true collector, even a yeah. fan. Mm-hmm. You know, get in there, maybe some some fresh ideas, but but mm-hmm. keep the staples and, um, you know, run it the way it's supposed to be run. Can we talk about? I'm like, you know, P Diddy and Steph Curry want to buy the Panthers, so I mean, <laughs> why not, man? I mean, <laughs> Donald Trump's president, so yeah, I think anything exactly. anything is possible. Um, what would days. happen if one of these athletes came in and bought bought a product like that? But, but think about that, though. I mean, you could have – I mean, think about who's a huge fan, just a huge fan in general. Yeah. Mike, Mike Trout. Yeah. He has a relationship with Tops already. Sure. He has the money, I'm sure, to purchase something right. like that. I mean, he's such a huge sports nut fan, and, mm-hmm. a, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Uh, Paul, you gave me a great segue. You didn't even know it. Really? Did you read this? Uh, this is from uh, I Want That Card. Did you read the cover story on Mike Trout in the 2011 – Tops update rookie in the April 2018 issue of Beckett Media Baseball. By the way, we're uh, we're in that magazine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think there will be more rookies poised for a similar climb? I don't see any immediate guys, but Paul does. So, all right. So, um, 
No, I didn't read the article. I'll be honest. I didn't read the article. I'm assuming that it just talked about the escalation of that car. Sure, the sure. Graded, the, mm-hmm. graded, the graded side of that car going up uh, through the roof and continuing to go up. You know, we've seen little blips here and there of other people. Sure. But here's my, you know, it's opening day. It's all about bold predictions, right? Right. J.D. Martinez. Okay. Under the Sound ra- with the Red Sox, right? Under the radar. Sound with the Red Sox. Poised to hit 50, 40 or 50 home runs. Red Sox Nation loves to collect cards. Mm-hmm. That's the update card to, to watch. So okay, there you right go. now, the ones that are, uh, you know, the gem mint ones are in the $30, $40 range. That I, I can almost guarantee that's a $100 card by All-Star Game. You guys. Um, there it is. Put you, it out there. You might not know this, but Paul is like a freaking savant when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. You're, you're just, you're so in tune with this stuff. It. it it's almost sickening. Like, it is. I, just, I don't get, like. Don't listen to anything I say about collecting. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, be, I'll, I'll just be completely honest with you. If you want an opinion about collecting on this on this program, listen to Paul because uh, he's the one to he's the one to give it to you. So he just said J D Martinez. So watch out is. for J D Martinez. Now the poor guy will go out and break his leg or something. Yeah. hopefully not. I, but you're not the guy in the office that has the curse. There's another guy over in grading that has a, cur- a oh, curse that's right, on players. That's right. That's right. Uh, basically, anybody he starts to collect, you should stop immediately. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. We- <laughs> Sorry about that, Brad, but that's yeah, a true story. That's a true story. That's a true story. Um, uh, all right, man. What else you got? That, that's my that's my one prediction. You got a couple more from here uh, okay. from I Want That Card. Uh, with each row in the starting lineup for opening day, do you expect to see a few up arrows on his older Seattle cards? Uh, I don't. Not immediately, anyways. I mean, he's going to have to produce for those to go up. And besides, those cards have kind of really, you know, he's, leveled out there. Yeah, he's he's flatlined. You know, he, he has hit his hit a lot of his milestones. I don't know what milestone he's chasing now, mm-hmm. if there is one, uh, if there's records he's chasing. But I think he's, he's like the grayest head baseball player ever i think that's what he's chasing. is that what he's chasing now no. okay well he'll get that soon um but yeah i don't see that there's a whole lot other than retirement mm-hmm. and then his induction to the hall of fame that will make a difference on his cards going up down or, or whatever so um yeah i don't think there's a whole lot he can do except come out and hit 50 home runs or something crazy but i don't think that's gonna happen i yeah that's definitely not happening i hope for his sake and the management's different there in Seattle, but I hope it doesn't end similarly to the way Junior's career ended there. Because right. that was just a flat out that was a flat walkout. I'm not I'm not gonna be here anymore. Right. And I hope that I don't I just don't clearly Ichiro has a skill set that's valuable. Mm-hmm. So I hope for his sake that it's used and uh not used sparingly. Yeah, whether it's on the field or off the field, he's good in the locker room. And um, yeah, he's definitely an asset to sure. to the younger guys, and uh, he can still produce. So, but as far as up arrows, I don't think so. Not right now. I don't think so either. Uh, was wondering if the fat packs were contributors to the non sports update hot list on sketch artists in the latest issue. The answer there is no, we were not. And what are some of the? But crit- I like to talk about garbage pail kids <laughs> a lot. What were some of the uh, criteria involved in compiling the various hot lists? Uh, so we had to go to the expert in this. So we went to Matt Bible. So we asked Matt, Matt Bible. Matt's, because Matt compiled the list, it was basically off of sales, like hot sales, like high sales during that period of time in the month. So the hot list run month from month. Right. And uh, I don't like that personally. I think the hot list format needs to be changed, but that's just me. Um, or, yeah, he runs it off that in like quantity of sales. Yeah, quantity of sales. You know, if a guy's this 50 cards transact, you know, mm-hmm. had a transaction over a month, then obviously somebody's interested in it of some sort. 
Right. So that's why that's it. Uh, that's really all it is. Basically, it's, really it's kind of what we do. You know, it, a lot of his stuff comes down to the print run. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and a lot of his cases, um, some of the stuff he put on the hot list is, is the person with us or not with us. You know, yeah. Lot, you know, because some of these cut autos and stuff makes a huge difference. And um, yeah, it's not it's not too much different than the sports. Okay, uh, one more from Kevin. What does it, why does it seem like DC trading cards aren't as popular as Marvel trading cards? Again, we went to the source on this, and I think it's real simple, it's actually. A, it's a five-letter word. Yeah. It's a five-letter word. Movie. Movie. That is movie. Uh, he, he dropped knowledge on me. I didn't know this, but uh, the green, green Arrow and Gotham sets have been discontinued. They're not making those anymore. Or Arrow. Was it Arrow? Uh, arrow. It's arrow. Green Arrow. 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 Okay, whatever. Okay, I got, got you. Those, are, they, those have been discontinued. They're not making them anymore. I, I didn't know that. That's crazy. It's a shame because they both did, I thought, really yeah. well. Yeah, they had nice popular. autographs on them. Yeah. Um, Outlander still sells. Outlander. Which is not a DC franchise. But but no. uh, you're right, Paul. It, it comes down to movies, and that's exactly what Matt said. The, the quality of movie that is being produced from Marvel is light years ahead of what DC is doing. Yeah, it's just a lot more appealing. Um, I don't, I don't know what it is exactly, but it's just there's something about it, and uh, it just reaches the kids better. It just reaches a collector's base so sure, much better sure. than what DC is doing right now. So, is what it is. Okay, David, this is I'm going to fill this one because you're not going to know. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it a hockey question? No, it's a wrestling question. Oh. Uh, David Wright, our friend David Wright, not that David Wright, but yes. That David Wright. That David Wright. Wants to know why. Right. Why I talked to David the other day, actually. Did you? Eh? Yeah, he's doing well. I, I, was, I was seeing oh, if he was. That's right. You gave me the bad news. Yeah, he's not going to be at the. Uh, well, you can't blame him. He's going on vacation. But he's not going to be at the at the Toronto Expo. Gotcha. So That's good. Uh, good. We're going to miss our friend, but we'll see him in November. Yeah. Uh, so David wants to know why the wrestling fan has not taken to Roman Reigns already. And the answer is, David, is because he's been shoved down our throats and we don't care. All right. That's why. So he's and not going to take the reins? And I know that, you know, <laughs> I know that you're a smart man and you're going to argue that and everything. And I get it. But the, w, the WWE is so whitewashed now. It's horrible. It's hard to watch. It's craptacular on a weekly basis. Is it too commercialized? Is that what you're No, it's, it's, just really, just like it's just really toned down from what it is. Uh, from what it, I mean, from what it was when I was a kid, and it's been that way for for years now. It's nothing new. I'm not saying anything new, but um, it's just hard to watch. And I think Roman Reigns has just been shoved down everybody's throat so much that they just don't care. It's like John Cena, you know. It's just right. we we want new, we want new, and you're not finding new there. Anyways, all right, next question. Next question. Cardboard Clubhouse. Um, your favorite junk junk wax set? What's Paul? What's your favorite junk wax set? Oh man, um, I, th- I feel like we've answered this a lot with eighty six tops and eighty seven tops. Yeah, but I think. I mean, I think I go back to the ninety one tops for me. Um, it was the fortieth anniversary year. Um, doing that show with David Wright um, mm-hmm. about all the different variations and the glow in the dark backs and all that stuff just kind of blew my mind. Right. Um, but I think that was just special for me because that was one of the ones when I was just getting into like selling cards and doing card shows that I probably opened like three, four cases of that stuff and um, just made tons of sets. And, you know, I can sit here and tell you that, you know, card 555 is Turner Ward for the Indians and no one's ever heard of Turner Ward. <laughs> but I know that. And Eric can testify I'm not looking in front of any computer no, you're not looking, yeah. nor that I'd take any notes before the show. So, um, 
you know, I think I think for me that's probably the the one I opened a lot of that with my dad and uh, my little brother. We always used to feed him the gum all the time, and uh, yeah, I think that's I think that for me that's the one that kind of now eighty seven is the is the or eighty six is the one that I opened first, right. but I think ninety one probably probably it for me overall. Ninety one tops is fun, huh? Yeah. Chippa Chippa. Chippa. And then you have the, the parallel. And then we had that great episode earlier yep. in the year about all the different like so variations, the glowbacks and everything else. It, it, it turned That show turned into like a whole other beast, you know? Yeah, it was, for sure. Oh, man. Um, if you got, I got a football one. Go ahead. What you got in your football? <laughs> football had to be the... Um, for me, football was ninety score football. Ninety score. There ain't nothing in ninety score football except no. for those like uh, they were called ground attack and yeah, lightning yeah. cards mm-hmm. with the Barry Sanders and uh, Junior Seau yeah. or whatever. Love that set. So bright, and blue and red and pinks and all the different colors or is, whatever. Is that Andre Ware's rookie season? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a first series, and then the second series came out. It, like blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to get a second series. So that was one of my favorites. Um, score. I'm gonna go. And this, I mean, it's a horrible set. All right. But there's so much. There's so much fun in it. Okay. And uh, across both sports too. Uh, oh. Ninety pro set. All right. It's it's so fun. <laughs> like it was just the ninety pro set football, and then ninety pro set hockey. Yeah. Um, it's but, just so much crap in it. You know. Well, the Chris Hinton. The, I don't know if you remember that yeah. one. They had the A, B, and I think a C version yeah. for that card, man. That was like 30, 40 bucks at the time. Yeah. There's so many errors. So many, so many. So many weird things going on there. You had the newsreel cards yeah. and the, the over, like the, they had a, uh, what, a, what, a German wall, like a, yeah. a, a Germany wall card or something. Yeah. They had some official cards. Just weird stuff in there, man. It was awesome. And then what was it, 91, 91 Pro Set? Was was that the one with the, the border the up top and the player in the middle? Let me check it. No, 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 no. It's 90. Yeah, ninety one. No, that was the uh, like the award winning cards. Like Barry Sanders had that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that the one. one. Yeah. yeah, that was ninety. Let me look it up. Ninety one really didn't. From what I remember, sitting here thinking, ninety one didn't really have a border. I don't think. No. That okay. Yeah, close. I'm right. I'm right. Nineteen ninety pro set. That's what I was thinking. That's about. What you're thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So they had the Super Bowl cards in them. Yep. The Super Bowl ticket cards. Love those. And then. The the eighty nine pro set that was the red bordered with yeah that had all that the great rookie class and you know what the cool thing about eighty nine pro set was it was a heck of a lot cheaper than eighty nine score and, 89 and score, you could yeah. still get Barry Sanders mm-hmm. rookie you exactly. could still get Troy Aikman rookie you could still get all those Deion guys. Sanders rookie with yep. the Florida State helmet with the Florida State helmet yep oh, man, that Terrell card's Buckley. iconic I just pulled oh it out. yeah oh yeah that's yeah. that's a classic card and the yeah. Emmett Smith award winner card too yeah um, Emmett Smith rookie is a yeah. pro set. So that was a. Uh, those were just fun to chase. They had the Santa Claus card. Yeah, the Santa Claus card. Santa Claus card. Uh, that freaking there. Vince Lombardi trophy. Yep, the Lombardi trophy. Yeah, there's John Riggins with yeah. the art. Oh man. Yeah, they just had cool stuff. And then here's the Hinton, still getting twenty two bucks. Wow, look yeah. at that. <laughs> so you know, um, yeah, and th- oh, there it is, Lombardi trophy, still eighty bucks. Wow. Yeah, I'm just going flipping through a few things here. Um, Man, now I want I want to be a kid again. I want to buy something. It's, get it's, a whole box for ten dollars. Yeah, it's it's fun, right? Yeah, it's, for sure. It, we need to do a box break of that stuff. We should. We just, should. You know, what? I'm buying this box right now. Is it ten bucks for real? It's eleven ninety nine or best offer free shipping. I gotta so, get. Yeah. Is there another one? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get one. We'll do it. We'll do a box break. All right. All right. We'll I called those on the Emma Smiths. All right. 
That's fine. Mm-hmm. That, that was fun. That was. I think that was my. That's my favorite junk wax set outside of eighty seven tops. But we've talked about eighty seven tops and eighty six tops. We have uh, so much. We have so. All right, uh, there you go. Next question. Boop. Favorite Easter food? Do you do an Easter thing at your, at man, your place? I think I've told this story before. You just stupid olive dip again. I don't want to hear no, about well, that. Olive dip. That's good <laughs> stuff, man. That's good stuff. Don't get me started on that. Um, yeah, it makes sense though around Easter olive branch, olive dip. It makes sense, yeah. right? It's you get you know. All right, anyway, I got you. Uh, I got you. Right. That's, that's, that was a that's, stretch. I got you. Anyway, thank you Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, no man, we were such a such a hot dogs and hamburger family for every holiday. It didn't matter what it was: Chinese New Year, New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever. We always ate hot dogs and hamburgers. Always cooked out um, on the grill. So I don't have any traditional stuff. I think if you really want to go with an Easter food, it would have to be the uh, Reese's peanut butter eggs that I consume way too many of mm-hmm. throughout my life and have yet to have one this year, which I need to work on that. Mm. Um, so that, that's it. Did you see man. the winner of that Cadbury egg eating contest? Did no, you see about that? No. Yeah, you ate did half of one. What? You ate half one. Half one? Yeah. Half of one Cadbury half egg. Half one Cadbury egg. <laughs> those things are disgusting. They are oh, bad. People eat those things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. That's But everybody loves them, man. I'll tell you what my favorite Easter food is. What? Communion. Communion. There you go. <laughs> Communion. Same, same. We didn't like, like we've had no set Easter thing. You know, um, it's always just been hamburgers and hot dogs and you know whatever. Yeah, whatever. Just it's not the family. It's not together. a turkey thing. It's not anything like that. No, we're doing it all up this year because um, my my in laws are coming over. My dad's coming, so we're we're kind of doing a bigger thing with the ham and the potatoes and okay. macaroni salad and stuff like that so you know we're kind of doing it up a little a little nicer this year i would if it had my way i would you know pop some hamburgers and hot dogs on the grill and call it a day but uh the wife's doing it up nice so kudos to her okay so, good stuff so we're doing it we're recording this right now and right we have now. a live question coming in what yeah all right this is, this is it all right hobby wise this is i need clarification who have been who have been the top five NBA rookies like this season or just overall? Um, I think it had to be this season. That's probably what they're talking about because there's like 10 or 12 of them you could choose from. Right. Let me see. Let me clarify what he's saying. All right. You clarify that up live, which is kind of yeah, cool. This is a, I'm digging that. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, this season. Top five hobby ro- NBA rookies this season. Paul, this is all you again. All right, man. So, top guys this season. So, I'm going to, for the sake of this Question. We're going to throw Ben Simmons out the window, okay? Because he is a rookie this year, but I'm going to I'm gonna throw him out the window. He's talking about the actual rookie class, I would sure. imagine, this year. So um, let's break it down. I mean, Donovan Mitchell is probably your number one okay. right now. Um, his stuff's just on just sick. It's on fire. He's having a killer year with the Jazz, won the dunk contest, um, and really was kind of, I think, underrated coming into this thing. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more names that were said long before Donovan Mitchell's name. So I think he's kind of taken the reins on this. Uh, Tatum's having a great year um, right behind him, um, doing his thing. He's got a lot more opportunity with, with Gordon Hayward being out and uh, Jalen Brown being hurt, so he's had a lot more time to play. What I like about him is he's got a real shot to really show us something coming up in the playoffs. Okay. Boston's going to get the 2-3 seed. Um, you know, so he's going to get a chance to, to play in the playoffs. And, and as a rookie in the playoffs, he could really hopefully make some noise. Sure. You know, hopefully the, the nerves aren't even there yet. You know, he doesn't even know what's going on yet. So hopefully he'll go out there and just uh, shoot lights out, which would be cool. Uh, after that, I mean, you're looking at – there's a couple guys. Uh, he wants me to do five. So, you know, you got to give Ball some credit. 
I know a lot of people rag on him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's had a couple injuries here and there. I think he was out uh, last night's game or whatever for, for an injury. But um, he's putting up halfway decent numbers, you know, uh, mid-range numbers with the, with the points and the assists and the, and the rebounds, uh, not turning the ball over a ton. Um, you know, I, I think from a hobby-wise, you know, people wanted him to come out and score 30 points and, and, and really take the take the – the league by storm, which I don't think that's the kind of player he, he is and what he's going to be. I think he's going to be very serviceable in there, and I think just being in L.A., that'll help his card card stay kind of where they are, but I don't see them going through the roof ever. Um, I think after Ball, I mean, you have Kuzma, you know, kind of his, his partner in crime out there out in L.A., um, who's having a good year, and then marketing, Market, you know, for yeah. the Bulls. I kind of think that's where you're at. Now, you have some other guys that are – what about Josh Jackson? I've been hearing a lot about Josh. Jackson. Josh Jackson's come on late. Yeah. You know, he's averaging like 14 uh, points a game now. Um, he's playing out of his mind. And Dennis Smith Jr. is playing mm-hmm. out of his mind, too. I mean, we've got to see him, and he's, qu- he's so quick. But yeah. the problem with those two guys is they're playing out of their mind, but they're playing against not the starters right now because anybody that's playing the Suns or the Mavericks mm-hmm. really aren't playing hard. Sure. You know what I mean? To, to really go after them because Suns and the Mavericks are trying to lose games anyway to get that first pick or sure. to get in that top five pick. So it's a little skewed right there, but I think both of them are, are good talents that, um, you know, once they get a few more pieces around them, you're really going to see them explode. Um, so that's the reason why I didn't quite put Dennis, at least put Dennis Smith in the top there. Um, but yeah, he's having, a, he's having a really good year um, as well. But there's a couple other guys in it that are escaping me at the moment. Um, Kuzma, Mitchell. Who else is there? There's a couple more. Can't Neil, think of them all. Neil Akinian. Neil Akinian. Yeah, he Akinian. he's been in and out of the games. I think there. I think I'm missing somebody. But Monk. I, Monk. Yeah, he hasn't done a whole lot. But I think the top. I think if you had to pick five, I would go Mitchell, Tatum, um, Ball, Kuzma, and probably Marketin. Okay. There you go. That's probably where I would go. All right, that's where we're going to end it. We're going to close the mailbag on that. There's your uh, top five rookies this season, value-wise, I guess. <laughs> well, I couldn't say Fultz because Fultz is just starting to play right yeah, now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he would have been right up in the top, but he just had his first game. So, And if you're going to get technical about it, it's Ben Simmons. It is Ben Simmons. <laughs> but if you're going to get technical. If you're going to get technical. But I feel bad for Mitchell because I don't think he's going to rookie of the year, and I think he's deserving of the award. All right. Let's do this. Let's close up the mailbag and then take a quick break. We'll we come a, back we on. need a noise for that. Yeah, we do. I'll find one. Okay. I'll find one. So uh, we'll close up the mailbag, come back on the other side of this. We're going to talk a little bit of Beckett Whatevs. we got to do our annual food jaunt around the MLB. And I have a Animal Kingdom story that, Paul, you're just not going to be ready for. Oh, man, I can't wait. You're just not going to be ready for it. Awesome. Yes, hang tight. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Mike James, creator of Welcome to the Show Trading Cards. You're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, let's wrap this up. And girls, of course, if you're listening. Fat Packerettes. Fat Packerettes. Fat Packerinas. Fat Packerinas. Yes. What's up, you Fat Packers and Fat Packerinas? I haven't said that in a while. You have not. (laughs) It's fun. It's good stuff. It's it's fun. Uh, All right, so opening day is here. We've said it a lot this episode, but it's true. It is very it's, true. It's Thursday, and that's when opening day is this year. First time in 60 years it's been on a Thursday. Wow. Just dropping knowledge on you today. So uh, last year, last in the year before probably, I think we did, we did a, a little jaunt around the MLB talking about the new foods at ballparks. 
and surprisingly none of them i can eat none of them not a one of them none of them so no. we're, we're gonna do the same thing right here it's man geez this first one i i want to try i'm not gonna be i'm gonna be real honest with you i want to try it okay where are you starting i'm gonna start right here in texas okay over at the globe life park the ballpark in arlington is what it used to be called what it should still be called <laughs> but it's not it's not we're gonna start with a dilly dog Dilly dilly. Wonder if that was the inspiration behind that. Maybe, maybe. This is a dill pickle that is cored and stuffed with a jumbo hot dog. Then it is battered and fried like a corn dog. And you eat it on a stick. Right? And you eat it on a stick. A little mustard or something. The dilly dog. It looks tempting. Like, like I want to try it. Dude, there's two things I love in the world. Pickles okay. uh-huh. and hot dogs. Okay, there you the go. The problem is I can't eat you the can't, batter. Because it's fried, it's huh? It's fried mm. flour batter. It looks good. It does look good. Uh, the tr- This is, again, at Rangers uh, at the Gold Life Park. The Triple B. It's bacon, brisket, and bologna topped with barbecue sauce on a sandwich. Bacon, brisket, bologna. All right, I could do that without this. I could do that without the bread. Yeah, you can do it without the bread. Just cut it all up. Go to town. Uh, let's let's scoot down here to the Arizona Diamondbacks. We were just in Arizona. AZ. What's up, AZ? The Asada Dog. It's an 18-inch hot dog nestled in a Tolero roll with fries, queso blanco, and carne asada and pico de gallo and guacamole. So if you like... Uh, wow. It's a big It's a big mess. 18 inches. 18 inches. It is the John Holmes of hot dogs. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> I knew you would. That's horrible. <laughs> uh, the Curd and Q. It's a one-third... A one-third pound burger, okay. Chris coleslaw, barbecue po- pulled pork, and white cheddar cheese curds on a toasted Kaiser roll. Cheese curds they always get me with something. I can't have those. You can't have them, huh? But it sounds good. Over at the Cubs, the Chicago sandwich. Okay. I'm sorry, it's spelled Chicago. See, yeah. <laughs> All right. Pickle brine bread, breaded chicken thighs topped with tempura sports peppers. Ooh. Vine ripe tomatoes and a. Deal aioli, aioli served on an onion roll and sprinkled with celery salt. Can I just ask a question? What's that, man? You said some great food. I'm, I'm not dissing the food at all. Uh-huh. What do these people's shirts look like after they eat this? Yeah, food? this doesn't... You see this, what I'm saying? It's not friendly. Like, I don't know how you, you're eating this this burger with 18 toppings on it, and don't don't buy a shirt. Or if you do, leave yeah. it in the bag. Don't wear it to the game. Shout out to the Dodgers here again with Cal Farmer on the show today. Um, this one looks... So you know how you go to a flea market or whatever, and they got those corns. You yeah, can eat corns like yeah. All right, so this is the ch- chitolote, roasted okay. sweet corn rubbed with chipotle lime mayo, dusted with flaming hot Cheetos and cajota cheese. This one, flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah. That right there just sounds like a you're gonna have a date later somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays. How about a Reuben Cuban? I love a Cuban sandwich. Oh, I love the Reuben. Yeah. So, so this could be a good marriage uh, right here. A chili cheese corn dog. Oh no, that's all right. Yep. Okay. All right. So this is a Cuban sandwich. Okay. In a Reuben sandwich. All right. All right. I might be down with that. That'd be good. With no little. That'd be good. Could deal with that. All right. Skip around here. Oh, this is the one that I wanted to get to. All right. What do you got? What do you got? Atlanta Braves. What's up, Dub? Uh, this is called the Spectator. I like it because it's a play on words. Oh, I love play on words. It's a jumbo potato stuffed Spectator. with yeah, ah. a jumbo potato stuffed with jalapeno cheddar sausages and okay. then bake and then bacon wrapped. Bacon it's wrapped. It's then topped with cheese, cream, scallions, and more jalapenos. 
I could I could be down with that. You can eat that because there's eat yeah that. yeah. I could eat that. Man, spectator. Okay. Yeah. Dude, you know what the problem with this whole segment is? What's that? It's 918. It's 918 and you're hungry already. <laughs> That's the problem with this segment. But keep it going. It's good. We're, we're going around here. Uh, we got, got anything in Baltimore? Nothing Nothing for the... Uh, nothing, uh, nothing for, for the. There's some pork belly mac and cheese uh, at the Kansas City ballpark. All right. Pork belly mac. Get down with that. Uh, Dude, nothing better than the... Uh, Boog's barbecue though in, in uh, Camden Yards. Yeah, nothing better, man. Boog Powell just sitting out there in the <laughs> sun, roasting, signing autographs for everybody. Everybody's doing the work. Safeco <laughs> Field. Uh, shout out to my Mariners. I hate when people say my team. Yeah, that's so you, stupid. You do I do? I make fun of them all the time. You do. Uh, sounds. It's the Sound Seafood Lobster Roll. Ooh. Bacon donuts. So basically, it's a lobster roll and a bacon donut. Wow. That's like all kinds of unkosher. Can we get on the think tank committee for this food? Somewhere. Like somebody's making millions of dollars thinking up of shrimp donuts. Right. And I want to bring this one up. And it's sad because it's not happening. It's on the list, but it's not. I heard this one. I read. Well, yeah, I heard this morning. The, the, on the FDA way in. shut it down or something? No. Uh, <laughs> Major League Baseball shut it down. Oh, really? And this sucks, too, because Major League Baseball, you know, though, though we love baseball, they're such a just a stickler sometimes, you know, and it kind of sucks. Yep. And this is one of those things that suck. I'm not even a beer drinker, but I like this. Okay. What okay. The, what was the deal? New York Yankees. Uh, they had a they had a company come in, and you know how um, when you see coffee in the foam, there's pictures in the co- on the foam and the yeah. coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same concept here. Okay. Ah, I All right. You. Yeah. In the beer foam. Yep. And a company, and this is really kind of creepy, but it's cool. They created a 3D printing machine to print the images of Yankees in their beer foam. Okay. Okay? So there's a couple of... I don't know how that works, but there are... I I don't know either, but you can get, like... Here's, you'd have to come around here to see it, but... That's all right. There's four four players here. Aaron Aaron Judge. um, All the the big Yankees are here. I see why they... You talking now, I understand why they, they, uh, they didn't make it happen. Gary Sanchez, Aaron Judge, Gene Carl Stanton, and Araldus Chapman. Okay. And it's from the Blue Point Brewer and the Yankees. Well, Major League Baseball shut it down because they said it was a infringement upon their brand. Um, so you cannot get your uh, your beer foam players out at Yankees Those stadium. are pretty cool. I pulled it up real quick. It's really cool, those right? Those are pretty cool. Um, yeah, I could also s- – yeah, that's tough. I don't know. That's a tough one. You know, it's tough. It's tough when athletes do the the beer commercials and stuff like that because you always get the people. They're supposed to be role models. Yeah. You know, so that's a little tough when your seven year olds are huge Aaron Judge fans and pops is drinking a beer with Aaron Judge's face in it. And that's kind of what could be a little weird. All right. <laughs> but they're cool looking. They're cool. they're, they're cool. They're cool. We, we need a fat pack one. That's our jaunt around the uh, uh, around Major League Baseball food. Speaking of fat packs. Uh, Bartolo Colon is starting for the Rangers on Monday. Yes, that is so cool. It is my goal this season to get an interview with Bartolo. We need to, we need to somehow get a fat pack food at the stadium. They only sell it on days that Bartolo's that pitching. Bartolo's pitching. Yeah, that would be that would be fat. It probably with be chicken wings somewhere. Hey, whatever, man. They're fattening. Okay. Are you ready for this one? This this animal kingdom. I story? feel like I should like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain this other than when I when I heard the story and I looked into it. Is it better than the stuffed lion? 
I think so. All right, all right, all right. That's fine. I, I'm okay with that. I saw this and I was like, "There's just I, this can't be true." And then I read the story. I was like, "Oh my god!" All right. And it's a little stretch on the animal kingdom. All right. Is it in Florida? It is in Florida. Dang it! <laughs> Every weird story in Florida revolving old people or animals. Okay. Maybe this involves both. Go ahead. Uh, Dateline March twenty fourth, twenty eighteen. This is by this is from the Orlando Sentinel. There are several different versions of this you can find out there. Okay. Uh, Orlando Sentinel Bianca Padre Oqueso. Okay. Uh, Jeez. This opening. A man who tried to burn down his ex boyfriend's house with a pot of boiling spaghetti was arrested along with an accomplice in in dealing last week, according to the. Vasala County Sheriff's Office. Derek Irving, 36, who had an intimate relationship with the fifth-year-old owner of the home in Evergreen Terrace, and John Silva, 28, broke into the victim's house and took a flat-screen television, a vacuum, an air conditioning unit, and a heater on March 13th, 13th, according to the arrest report. The victim, who was at work, called authorities after getting an alert on his phone that his security cameras caught some movement inside the home. The cameras had been covered with a towel. When deputies arrived at the scene about 7 a.m., they stopped Irving and Silva, who were trying to flee the scene in a red SUV. The, Irving, who was wearing a bull costume onesie, he was dressed like a bull, Paul, with a tail and a bull nose on its hoodie, said he was retrieving some of his clothes from the residency. Well, he's getting his clothes back. He he's clearly... <laughs> needed his clothes back I, i'm not seeing a problem here. there's so much going on <laughs> in this story at this point my man dude you should have facebook live this my man <laughs> my man dressed in a bull onesie <laughs> to rob a home to get his clothes back in i get it <laughs> but but deputy said that there were no clothes in the car officials went inside the victim's home and smelled something burning the report says a deputy checked the stove and said that he saw spaghetti sauce scorching in a large pot. A washed cloth resting on the side of the burner had just started to catch fire. Oh, my goodness. In the passenger seat of the car, the deputies also found an empty jar of ragu sauce, which was retrieved from the victim's kitchen cabinet, according to the affidavit. Silva knew so, the, <laughs> so they took the jar with them. Yeah. All right. Silva knew the victim and said that he met Irving, who used to he used to date he used to date for four months. He told police he did not know Irving was burglarizing the home and was giving him a ride so he could go recover his clothes. He felt the incident was suspicious, but denied knowingly burglarizing the residence. The report says. Irving, who was on probation for a previous felony, was arrested and charged with arson. Burglary and grand theft. And Sil- impersonating a bull. And impersonating a bull. Silva was charged with arson, burglary, and grand theft and driving with a suspended license. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I c- you can't make this up. And the fact that it came out of Florida. Again. Again. The dude was in a bull onesie. <laughs> I mean, you know, people dressed up as dead presidents to rob banks. So okay, that was a good movie. This was... you know. <laughs> That movie was based on f- real people. Yeah. But this is, um, I want to see this movie. This this is too much. I want to see this movie. This uh, is way too much. It's, dude. So. You're so giving. He tried, though. He, he tried to cover it up with the with the towel over the camera. Mm-hmm. He tried to burn it down to, 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 to get rid of the evidence. He just didn't leave fast enough. Yeah. I guess. 
I, I don't know, man. He brought the ragu with him. The picture of him in, with the bulls, the bull onesie is, it's to die for. Can you imagine getting taken down to the police station in a bull onesie? In a bull onesie, like your trip at the at the in the big house mm-hmm. is going to be horrible. 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 That's a bad way to go in. Not that there's a good way to go in, but that's not that's not a good. That's, that's not going to yeah, end well for him. That's not going to end well at all. Wow, well, that is uh, that's the trip down to Animal Kingdom this week, and I hope that you liked it because it was hilarious to me. How 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 mean do you have to be to try to burn somebody's house down with spaghetti? Well, he's a bull. He likes red things. Uh, yeah. So you know, he was just he found something red and, and was trying to use it. What an ass. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, no. He was a bull. He was a bull. He yeah. wasn't. A- <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> see what I did there? That's a different animal kingdom. Yes. Wow, man. That um that'll get me through the rest of my day. Yeah, that's uh that's really funny. That is uh very funny. No bull about it. No bull about it. All right, awesome, man. man. We're done, I think. Yeah, man. Any uh any uh thoughts on the baseball season at all? You picking your M's so, to go all the way? No, no, there's a way? super seven, right? So that's what they're calling them this year. Right. Uh seven teams that they think can win uh win the pennant. Or win the World Series. They are the Cubs, the Nats. Oh gosh, the Dodgers, the Dodgers, um, the Astros, the Yankees, Red Sox, and Indians. Those are the seven teams that experts say are going to win the World Series. Out of all of them, I'm pulling for the Indians. Are like you? I want to see the Indians win it, Mr. Allen. Yeah, Greg that's Allen what it fan. is, Greg Allen. Uh, I just like that team, but I, I gotta be down with that. Now I'm. This is my year, man. I'm pulling for the Nationals. Yes, I'm a National ah, fan. Of course, yeah. But I don't know how much longer Harper's gonna be there. Yeah, so he's probably done after the season. Right? I know that's why. Like, I think he's gonna come out and have a big season because he wants to make fifty million dollars a year next year. And he's going to come out and make sure everybody knows that he's worth $50 million even mm-hmm. next year. He's going to come out. He's going to hit 45, 50 home runs. He's going to bat over 300. He's just going to have a typical Bryce Harper season, you know. And I'm hoping that that is able to, uh, you know, propel them to uh, to go deep in the playoffs. All right. Because um, if they don't get it this year, I don't, I don't think they're going to get it. I'm quietly rooting for the Blue Jays as well. Oh, your boy. You like the Guerrero family. <laughs> That was a sick home run. That was nasty. That was that was just cool for that was a cool moment in time. Um, the only thing that would have made it better if it was actually in like a regular season game. Yeah, you know, but even an exhibition, man. He they they fans still made him come out of the dugout and, and sure. tip his hat. So that, that was, was that was pretty pretty special. That Blue Jays team is going to be pretty loaded here. They got Bo Bichette, who yep. I believe made the roster this season, and then Vlad Guerrero, who's in the system just waiting to come up. Yep. Also, our friends at the Jaywalk. Uh, they're going to be at the game today. I know that for sure because she told me. And I'm I'm kind of pulling from quietly, you know. I just yep. I want to see somebody dethrone the you know, the Yankees and the Red Sox. And it won't be the Orioles in this the year. East. It won't I be. I like the Orioles. the Orioles, but that's not going to happen this year, unfortunately. Right. So, uh, yeah. And you tell me, you tell me off air that Acuna is like the guy to have this season, right? Dude, he, he's starting the season in Triple A, but it won't be long. It won't be long, right? Dude's just ridiculous. I mean, he is just a freak of an athlete, and he he's going to hit home runs 
and play at a high level for a long time. Sweet. And it'll be as early as this year. Sweet. So Awesome, yeah, awesome, awesome. Dude's legit. All right, guys. He's girls. better. He's better. God, I love that segment. <laughs> it's so much fun. Dude, I was listening to them last night, man. They were spinning the wheel or mm. two nights ago or something. Oh, so funny, man. Love those that guys wheel is so scary. Much. Every time we go there, yeah, and man. I see that, that wheel scares me just on sight. Yep. Because I start to read the things on the wheel, and I'm like, oh, no. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah, this dude had to get a, a tattoo. I didn't know how it went. I don't know how I figured out. The rest of it went down, but I think Bannister had to get a tattoo. Speaking of tattoos, so Chris Harris again, stale gum. I I shared the picture of the fat fat packs tattoo <sighs> ad, and he said that he would give me a hundred dollars to get that tattoo. Really? Yes. But the problem is, it cost you at least a hundred dollars yeah. to get the tattoo. So, Chris, I will tell you this: in Cleveland, if you want to go to a tattoo parlor with me. Wow. And pay the pay the fee. Okay. Okay. I will get that tattoo. Wow. Wow. There it is. I'm gonna have to explain that to my wife. <laughs> nah, you don't have to. Listen, she's been married to you long enough. <laughs> she figured you out by now. <laughs> Probably. All right, uh, we're done. Gonna get out of here. Before we do, you say Chris, that was Eric. That yeah, was that's not it. Paul. Eric. Okay. Um, just want to say a happy birthday to my son Eli. His birthday was this week, and uh, I love you. I'm so happy and proud of the man that you're becoming. You're eight years old, but you're such a good kid, and I can't wait to see you grow grow up and be a happy, successful human being. So, uh, happy birthday, buddy. Who hates Batman? Who hates Batman? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Batman hater. That's you know why, why DC's not doing well. Do you know why? <laughs> Because Ninjago was better. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for hanging out this week. Until next week, just keep listening. Mission control, it's stories to be told Bold, decode these remotes Broke down but says behold The illness from CO Deep through the keyhole to see this one light Leeches lurking in the darkness Won't leave living tonight Punchline for this fight Because they heads ain't fed right How can you see my brother with no perspective of sight Can't do good and live right Kick snares and hi-hats They be the get right Here they give the blind sight What? Me and my people just might tonight Alright? Me and my people just might